Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Corey. This is Ryan. This is the Unqualified Commission Podcast. This is episode 12. Wow. It's amazing that we've made it to episode 12. It's been three months. Three months, yeah. Officially three months. So before we uh, start the show, I do want to get some housekeeping things out the way. So next week is going to be a very, 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 very special episode. We're going to have our, our special guest. is going to be our pastor, Tony. So we're going to call it Unlucky 13. We know how some of the world is uh, superstitious about 13. Unclassified documents. Uh, unclassified <laughs> documents, yeah. That, that's what our pastor thought our podcast was called, uh, uh, Unclassified Documents. Uh, <laughs> our um, next week's episode, I just want to kind of let you get, get a teaser, is going to be a lot different than our normal episode. Um, this is going to be not our traditional show. Uh, but we're going to give the opportunity to give a special honor to our, our pastor and get a special guest. But next week's episode is going to be Flat Earth Theory. <laughs> so, um, to be 100% clear, no one believes the world is flat. I but, do, completely. Um, yeah, okay, right. It's going to be the one who Joking. surprises me next week. Uh, but we're definitely going to give the spiritual aspects of... Tying the, the scripture. Tying to the scripture to what what is out there and versus what is what is believed versus what's not true. But we just want to put that announcement out here. I think we all three have different beliefs on this. <laughs> I was going to say, next week is going to be hot. Y'all, y'all come on and visit us. But, uh, but this week, before we get ahead of ourselves, this week we'll have a special episode. This week is how do we know what our calling is? Mm-hmm. Um, I know <clears throat> I struggled with this. Uh, I'm certain most people struggle with this, especially when they're new into Christianity, knowing. So you got saved. Especially the younger generation. Um, you, you've you come to know Jesus, but what do you do now? Yeah, what's what, next? What, what's next? What is, uh, what is, you know, step two, you know? So let's uh, pray first. Yeah. 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 Let's let you okay, pray. Okay, I'll pray real quick. Uh, dear Lord, I pray that you speak through us in this episode, Lord, and help us get this point across and uh, reach anyone that you desire to reach. Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. So we're going to talk about um, some things that Ryan and I have learned about how we know what our calling is, how we got to this point. Um, Obviously, we believe our calling is to share the ministry on this podcast, but along with other things. Uh, But um, we, everyone's calling is different. Uh, just because our calling is this doesn't mean that your calling is this. It doesn't mean uh, each calling. And we're going to kind of get into the scripture and talk about different gifts and different talents and different things um, that kind of shape or form uh, your calling. So, Ryan, I'll let you kind of start with uh, kind of get yeah. us down this rabbit hole. I believe there are two kinds of callings. There's a general calling for all Christians to do. That's the basics of, you know, Christianity. And then there is a personal calling. Um, <clears throat> the general calling, there are a few main parts to it. Um, first, there's a scripture I want to reference. It's Mark twelve thirty through 31. Let me pull it up real quick. I have it bookmarked. Here we go again with the being slow <laughs> technology. <laughs> okay. It is... Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And now, if you're, you know, if you're a Christian, 
that is our calling is to love God and love our neighbor as ourselves. So that's everybody. That that's don't everybody. Matter, that don't matter if you're white, black, green, Asian. Yeah, it, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. That's that's a generalized calling for everyone. Yeah. Don't mind that. It's Corey's phone going off. It's my front door motion detection system. Um, but uh, so and then inside of a, a general call, I feel like there's several general callings in the scripture. So I feel like the Great Commission. That's a general yeah. calling for everyone. That, like you know, like that's, this. That's where we take kind of the, spread the gospel, sp- get the word out, get the word out. Um, so that's that's for everyone. And, and I too believe that uh, th- those your your opinion uh, aligns very much with mine. Is that there's two types of callings. There's mm-hmm. the general calling, and then there's the personal calling. So. Um, can you tell us a little bit about personal callings? Um, I believe personal calling, it comes after you're pursuing your general calling. So the general calling is love the, love the Lord with all your heart and love others as yourself. Spread the gospel, <clears throat> lead others to Christ. And that is Matthew twenty eight eighteen through 20. And that's like our like motto on the show. Let me pull it up real quick. It is, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very very end of the age. Um, That's sharing the gospel, spreading it, and making disciples. So, see, this is where I want to say I feel like our spiritual journey with Christ is kind of like school. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have like kindergarten all the way up to a doctor's degree, right? And so a lot of people struggle to get the basic fundamentals down. Yeah. If you don't get the basics, how are you going to move on you and can't progress move to the advance? Right. Yeah. So a lot of people struggle. Well, I, I don't know what my personal calling is. I don't know what. What I are you doing now? I don't. <laughs> and, and it's like, what have you studied the basics? Have yeah. you gotten? Have you gotten Matthew twenty eight down? Have you gotten that? Down? Have you did that first? Like it, you know, it's like everyone's looking for their their spiritual gift. Everyone's looking for their personal calling, mm-hmm. but they're they're trying to jump to advanced algebra before they get the adding multiplication <laughs> down. You know, so yeah. I feel like, um, and this is different for everyone. <laughs> everyone different progresses at different rates, but I definitely feel like that's the fundamentals. Is you got to get those general callings to who Jesus called everyone to do. Before you before can get he advances niche. you, yeah, right, right, yeah. And another uh, thing about the general calling is Matthew six thirty three. Um, but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So again, that's it's like we got to build. You got to build on onto, and this is in Luke. And of course, this is not my notes. This, but you just reminded me. Uh, do you remember the parable of the foundations? And it talks about the. The man who built his home on the sands, and when the water came, it destroyed the house. Yeah. And then when the man built his house upon the strong rock, um, when the waters came, it didn't affect the house. So you have to have that strong fundamental uh, foundation, foundation, anything to build upon, or when the waters come and troubles come, you're going to get your feet washed out from under you. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wholeheartedly believe, I I think you and I are on the same page, but I kind of want to follow up with my belief in personal callings. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I feel that there's a lot more to personal callings than um, the spiritual gifts. So, yeah. um, you know, everyone knows the spiritual gifts are 1 Corinthians 12. And um, 
So I'll, I'll go ahead and read this just so everyone who, if you haven't heard the spiritual gifts, this is what they are. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, that you were led astray to the mute idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I make known unto you that no one speaketh by the Spirit of God, saying, Jesus is accursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except the Holy Spirit. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but by the same Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries, but by the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but by the same God, who works in all things and all persons. But each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one given us word of wisdom through the Spirit, and another the word of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another distinguishing of spirits, and to another various kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each and one individually as he wills mm -hmm. okay so i believe it's a common misconception out there that you only get one of those gifts and i believe that is absolutely false because the last sentence of that in verse number 11 says but one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually just as he wills so if he if he wants you to have speaking in tongues today, he can do that. Yeah. If he wants you to heal someone tomorrow, he can do that. But I believe our calling goes a lot more deeper than just these gifts of the Holy Spirit. And like you said, I, and we're going to get to this. Um. But you have to know who you are personally. And what I would encourage you to do, uh, and to kind of get started. Once you have a uh, foundation and you have the basics down pat, is mm -hmm. I, I would encourage you to pray and pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I pray that you align the heart's desires to your perfect will. I pray that you align my desires of my heart to your perfect will. And he will do that. And so here's some tips I have, you know, Take a look at yourself in the mirror and find what you like. Find what you like to do. Your calling may already be presenting itself. You're just missing it being in plain sight. And for instance, if you, you know, some people, I I love my children. I love my two children dearly. But I have a hard time. I struggle with other people's children, okay? <laughs> I, I get stressed out and I get worked up. And I I don't know that the children's ministry is my calling, yeah, but if you enjoy, you know, I know there's people out here who go to our church who are daycare workers, and they go to they go to daycare every single day and they love it and they wouldn't change anything. I could not, I could not put up with all the kids. <laughs> I was gonna say, maybe their calling is calling to children. Yeah, um, but see, that's where I want to say is just your your day job, your nine to five job doesn't have to be different than your calling. Your what you do for a hobby, what you do for fun, doesn't have to be different from your calling. You may already have those heart desires to do as the perfect will of God. So you're you may be already in your calling, but you can't, you don't recognize it. Yeah, 
Um, and if you don't even know what it is, don't be stressing over it. Like we read earlier, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And all things work for the good of those that love the Lord. So it's going to work out no matter what it is, and even if you don't know it yet or not. But I, I feel like people uh, get too caught up in calling their talent. And they're not living their life right now. <laughs> they're, they're too ca- caught up in trying to figure out what it is. That they're missing the point. That yeah. they're missing that they're already in it. You know that they are um, already practicing their gift, their their divine calling. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing is, so I, like, so the first tip is take a look at your life and see what you're already doing and take pleasure in, enjoy, yeah. and, and that may be a path that leads you into your calling. That may be your calling. That may be in you know. So that's the first tip. Pray about it first, though, before Pray. you act on it. Certainly, uh, that that goes without saying. We should pray about everything. Yeah, right. But uh, so the second tip I have is step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid. You know, last week we kind of talked about. You know, I lived it out of my comfort zone. I was comfortable out of my comfort zone. I didn't ever find the things I was missing in my life until I started seeking out of my comfort zone. Until I, you know, until I wasn't content anymore. Because that's another that's another thing. If you're content with what you're doing, mm-hmm. God's not going to advance you to the next set of instructions. If you're just going to sit there and be content with what you have, I mean, he, he, you got to seek more. You got to you know keep, ask, keep asking. Yeah, right, right. He's only going to give you what you what your heart desires for and what you ask for. You know, he mm-hmm. he's not going to just be like, well, here's everything that you could ever want in your life. You know, he's he's just not going to do that. That's not how it works. But uh, so my second tip is um, don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone. So here, here's what I'm saying. You may despise watching children as Ryan and I do. <laughs> <laughs> but the Lord may be calling you to do that. So before you just turn it down and completely give it run a try. away. You, you may end up it liking it. You might end up liking it. Now, here's the thing. As I have tried, I have tried to watch children. For me, it depends on what kids they there's, are. There are some children out there that just like the world. To, they just like to see the things go haywire. We have some children uh, in our lives that uh, they like to keep us on our toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Ryan and I still gave it a try. We still we still tried that. We, we you cannot say this ministry is not my ministry until at least you said I gave this a good try. I gave this a good fight, and I'm not finding pleasure. I'm not finding joy. I'm not finding peace in mm-hmm. where I am. And that that's a good that's a good indication to see where you are in yourself and where you are along your journey. Is you know once you try it. And you keep trying it and trying it, and you're not really finding the desirable results. That may be the sign. Hey, this is not maybe not my calling, mm-hmm. and that that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but I have found, especially starting this ministry, I have found that this is the most comfortable and most joyful I've been inside of servitude. Yeah. So this is giving me a good idea that this is maybe what the Lord wants me to do, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to get complacent, but what I'm saying is, when I prayed that prayer, Lord, align my desires and my heart to Your will. I really desire this. I really desire, you know. So I really think I have found 
the point where I think the Lord has tried. I think that goes for you too. I think this is. I definitely think this is one of my callings in my life is to spread the love of Jesus. Yeah. Over and the, that that goes with any Christian, you know. Just find your your outlet like this, you know. So I want to read a verse um, to you guys. And this is one of my favorite verses, and I quote it quite often. Brian may get tired of me quoting it, but uh, this verse is Colossians three twenty three, and the I'm reading out of the NASB Bible, um, so it, it, the translation comes across a little bit differently. But it says, "Whatever, whatever you do, do your work heartily, as for the Lord rather than man." And I know I probably have. Let me get a second Bible here. I know I have a different translation because when I was growing up. I remember, and maybe I'm misquoting it, but I remember, I remember being said, "Whatever you do, do upon, do as a do unto the Lord." You know, and I think that's probably the King James version yeah. or the, um, you know, whichever version. But always, you know, no matter what you do in life, whether that's cleaning toilets, whether that's preaching millions, whatever you do, do it as you're doing it to the Lord. Do it right. Do it right. Yeah. Do it wholeheartedly. Yeah. And, you know, don't skimp out on the little details. Don't, uh, and I feel like it's very easy, especially in churches. It's very easy to um, go underappreciated. Uh, and so right now, Ryan and I are going to take a minute out of our time because we know we've been there. For all those people who work behind the scenes, whether that's cleaning toilets, whether that's feeding kids, whether that's doing the sound, the media, whether that's, cleaning the church when nobody's there whatever that is we want to take a moment and we want to say thank you thank you from the bottom Mm -hmm. of our hearts because i know it can feel like it goes underappreciated and you feel like that you you're in your the desires of the father but you feel like that you you don't get the appreciation that you deserve so it kind of the enemy slips in and says why am i even doing this it goes unnoticed but we notice we notice. You know, God notices. God notices. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, Ryan and I work in media, of course, at the church, but, you know, everyone loves to hate on the media until the, the PowerPoint turns off. <laughs> 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 everyone loves to, you know, not think about what goes on in the background until the lights turn off, right? So yeah. until that work goes undone, a lot of people go, it goes underappreciated. But uh, like I said, Under I just go lights turn on by accident. We just want to let you know that it's not the fairies at night that clean the church. There's there's some individual <laughs> out there who does hard work, and we just want to take a moment to recognize them. But uh, I want to get into, I was reading Ryan's pre-show notes today, and Ryan, of course, is all up in my notes again. So I want to get, I know you have a big section on this, mm-hmm. um, but Romans 12. Romans 12 really opens <clears throat> up the light is where I believe a lot of calling comes from. Yeah. And this comes straight into Scripture. So I, I really want to get into your section of this, and I'll let you I'll let you take the lead of this and kind of walk us through Romans 12 and kind of your thoughts on it. Uh, Romans 12, it points out a lot of uh, gifts or callings that a lot of people look over. They're like, oh, it's not, you know, a gift of the Holy Spirit, so they don't, they don't want anything to do with it. But let me read it real quick. It's 4 through 8. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we though many form one body, and each member belongs to all of the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. 
If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If, if it is to lead, do it di- diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. I really love that. Yeah. Those verses. I, I mean, I it's, it's so simple mm-hmm. that somebody's calling in life may literally just be to bring encouragement to others. Yeah. How simple. It's simple. It's, it's awesome. so simple, right? You know? It's so simple. But how often do we forget that showing encouragement is a calling from God? It's you rarely ever think about you it. You rarely <laughs> ever think of it. And, you know, I think it's so easy. You know, people are always looking for these big titles and these big, you know, these big jobs from God. When again, we got to talk about Go it, back to the basics. You got to go back to the basics. The basics say sometimes a calling is to teach or to serve or to. Is to scrub the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Is to do the dirty work, you know. And I like to say this, and this is kind of cynical. I've said this on the show before, but we, this verse points it out, and this is where I get it from in the scripture, but, you know, it says, we're the hands and feet extended to Christ, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, each member has an important thing. So we're not all hands. And just as our body, if your legs were made out of hands, they wouldn't work right. Yeah. If your head was made out of hands, it wouldn't do what a head's supposed to do. We, we all each- have... Have an important job. Our own function. And don't compare your calling with everyone else's thing and know they're better than you. You know, don't drag don't yourself Don't compare down. a hand to a leg. Those yeah. are two different jobs. You're, you know? all Im- you're all important. You can't function without, you know, a missing part. But the cynical part I usually say is I think God called me to be a butthole because <laughs> I get my hands dirty. But uh, I just happen to be the butthole of the Lord's work, you know. So <laughs> 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 but, but I think Ryan is a hand. You know, I, I don't know, but each of us have our own, yeah. you know, our own important job. And you can't, and there, and there's, and I didn't look this up, but there's a verse in in the scripture and it says, uh, don't look upon a hand and ask, why are you not the foot? And don't look, you know, it, it literally tell, it tells mm-hmm. you in scripture what you just said. You can't compare a limb to a limb. It, it's, you know, yeah, it, it it's not going to get you anywhere asking you why your leg can't write. It's just, and there are some people who adapt out there. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. Um, I'm simply saying don't compare yourself laterally. And we we said this last week. That That is our biggest takeaway from this mission is if you compare yourself laterally, you're never going to reach your full potential. You need to compare yourself vertically. Com- compare yourself vertically. So if you, if you compare yourself to the Lord, you're always going to be dependent on him because there, there's no, you cannot... It's seed the Lord. I, that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it, it, that's just how it simply gets. But uh, so I really think it's a good idea to look at Romans twelve when you when you're feeling that discouragement and just know that there's a lot of things that are you can do simply. And if you're questioning what your calling is, you know, just go back to the basics and go go back to the basics. And 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 I have never in my experience of life. I've never did something where I've went to the basics and I have not gotten the ability to grow from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like, just like that, it says, you know, if if one gift is to serve, as one gift is to, you know, <clears throat> however your gift shows. You know, so giving a kind of example, you know, if you feel it in your heart that you need to go up to a gas station pump and you need to, and you see a woman and you need to give them $10. And you just say, I want you to know today that I love you and the Lord loves you. Have a blessed day. I've never experienced where that has taken me down a path where I've gotten less out of it than I put into it. 
you know, I can't tell you how many numerous of times I've gotten that opportunity and somebody say, you know, that's the nicest thing somebody's done for me today. Today I was feeling down. Mm-hmm. I was feeling hopeless. I, I've had it to the extremes where, you know, they said, you know, I've, I felt like killing myself because no one gave me the time of the day. And you just stepping out of your comfort zone for 10 seconds just to make me feel important for just that little piece of time was more, you know, worth more to them than any amount of money worth any. Yeah, you know, that's the gift ju- of encouragement. And, and just that's what giving, I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's so simple to do. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I, I used to struggle with this, too. You know, I used to be embarrassed, you know, like I used to be embarrassed by Christianity. Right. And it was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to I don't want to go to the gas pump and say Jesus loves you. And I don't want to. You know, and of course, I've struggled with that in the past. But you know, yeah. now that I have these eyes, that I've seen what this ministry has done and, mm-hmm. and what Jesus has allowed to see through and do through us, right? I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic to show encouragement because I, every time I hear that little story and I hear that encouragement, it's encouraging for me when they say, "You don't know what that did for me. You yeah. don't know what that what you guys have done for me. You don't know." I'm gonna I'm gonna do this now because because of what y'all spoke into me, and it's literally just that simple just to walk up to a pump and say, "Hey, you know what? I just want to let you know I love you and Jesus loves you." Mm-hmm. That that took two seconds, you know, but that can change somebody's path their whole life. I mean, that can that can take them out of an out of control down spin, t- you know, tailspin, and put them right in the path, right right there, you know, just a few simple words. And even if you do that, and you know, they turn you down or like, "Hey, I don't want." I don't want to hear this or whatever. Don't get discouraged. Yeah, don't get discouraged at all. You you did your part, you know. Right. And let the Lord do the rest. It may have planted a seed, you not even know it. And you may be planting seeds that you will never see the harvest of. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our pastor says this, and I cannot wait for you guys to get to hear Tony next week. But uh, our pastor says this. He says, you know, some of us are planting ryegrass you know that come you know bamboo that grows an inch a night and you get to see it just right then and right there and some of us are planting acorns and those acorns will grow into big oaks that yeah. will um will be your great grandchildren will see the shade of that tree mm-hmm. you will never see the shade of that tree he said this last sunday yeah and I, I was gonna say it's so fitting that don't get worked up about time frames just be obedient mm-hmm. because sometimes you god's playing 7D chess, okay? Like, God is so ahead, uh, so many moves ahead of us <laughs> that like we're trying to yeah. figure out what this piece does, and he's already, like, won the game, flipped the game over, and is now playing checkers or something. I mean, he's he's so ahead of us and so playing on bigger picture than us. And that's your calling is to be obedient. Right, you know? right. And it doesn't matter how big or small. And that's the thing is it's just like a child. I wouldn't trust my two children to get them a blueprint and build me a house. I wouldn't trust them. You have They're, to start small. You have to. They have to start listening to the things when I say, yeah. "Don't ride on the back of the shopping cart in the store." When they start obeying that, then I can say, "Okay, well now they're starting to listen, and I can build upon that." You know, you can trust them with more and more and more. But God's not going to sit here and say, "I want you to lead a multi-trillion-dollar ministry," and you can't even go to the gas station and tell people that Jesus loves them. I mean, that's just not how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to. And not that God can't bless people with trillion-dollar ministries. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm simply saying that you can't expect that when you can't even get the simple stuff right. Mm-hmm. You know, there, you got to build upon that, those those foundational steps. Um, that's like the parable with, uh, what is it, the 
gold coins where he gave no the talents. He gave five talents to one and then three to the other and however many then one to the other guy. And one went out and shared what he had and built upon that, you know, and one just dug a hole in the ground and he blessed the person that multiplied what God has already given him. If you can't do with what God gives you now, how can he trust you with more? And, and it's such a, when you think of it like that, it's so simple, right? Yeah. It's like we all, I, I'm guilty of this. I, yeah. I'm, I, we're going to have to hang a mirror in the studio because I'm telling you, sometimes I'm just looking myself dead in the mirror and be like, why, why can't you figure <laughs> something out? You know, I, I need to take my own advice. But, uh, you know, when you think of it like that, when you think of this whole thing, the whole gifts I give as God can only let you manage as much as that you are maturely enough yeah. to manage. It's, it really puts into focus how simple it is to work for the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and that's what I love about Christianity. That's what I love about serving the Lord. It's simple. It's dead simple. I mean, it's the thing is about the gospel is we try to overcomplicate it. We try to get in doctrine. We try to get in tradition. We try to do religion, and mm-hmm. and, and everyone just overcomplicates it when when it's really just. He wants me to be successful. He wants me to be dependent on him to be successful. To love him than love others. And he wants me to obey him when he says something. Yeah. When you think of that, it's like, anybody could do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just baffles me, blows my mind how complicated we make Christianity. And you're not fighting for acceptance. Either you're already accepted the way you are. That's it. Yeah. Jesus is enough. Mm-hmm. Jesus accepted you. Jesus loves you. What, what more do you need? <laughs> I mean, I just, I, right now, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, if Jesus loves you, and, and you know, and this is this is in scripture too, and I don't know the exact verse, but you know, it says, "Let what God made, no man take down. You know, no man take apart, mm-hmm. destroy. You know, and that's traditionally quoted in marriage, right? Yeah. That's that's in everything in life. God built you, so there's nothing in this world that could take you apart. That could, you know, there's there's, but. Uh, I've really had a good time with the show. Yeah. Uh, so a little recap. There's two callings, general and personal. Start at the general. Love God, love others, and serve. And that's basically it, and seek him first. And start at the basics. Yeah. If and you work your way from the basics up, you'll... He'll put stuff in your life the way it's supposed to be. He'll, uh, you know, he has that chessboard, and he's a few plans a, plays ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he's way ahead of us. He's got... A lot more knowledge than we do, mm-hmm. but uh, we have the prayer wall still going. Uh, the prayer wall is going to be continuous. Uh, but if you'd like to be prayed for, spoken or unspoken, please send us an email at the unqualified commission at gmail dot com. If you are a huge prayer warrior and you and you would like to receive a copy of that prayer wall, again, send us an email. We will happily send out as many copies of this as we as we would is is are needed. Um, we are working on fundraising we're going to get more details on this uh, as as the fundraiser unfolds yeah uh, ryan and i have reached a point in our in our show that we are being bottlenecked by some technological advances that we have not been able to purchase yet so uh, we are we're going to get that out but if you would if you're enjoying what you hear and you enjoy our show uh, we need your help um, there's links all in the description how you can help our ministry. But if you uh, it 
we're not trying to beg where the Lord will provide for us, but we, uh, we understand it and, and we'll take any kind of help we can get, whether that's, uh, financial means, whether that's old sound equipment, whether that's prayer, we'll take whatever we can get. And, uh, we'll certainly, uh, you know, be grateful for whatever we can have. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this has been Corey, Ryan, and this is the unqualified commission podcast. We look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>